0: All right. Welcome back. We are here with a new word and a new month, and I'm excited to talk about this one. So we're going to jump right in. My name is Leslie Bolser, and I'm the creative director at Core Essential Values, and I'm here with my friend, Dr. Beth.
1: Hey, everyone. Dr. Beth Trammell here, and I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Indiana University East, where I'm also the director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program. And I love this word. I'm so excited to talk, uh, talk about this and to answer a question. We got a question this time
0: do. We do. So um, I'll say we had one question, but Beth, I've actually had several people reach out to me, um, some connected with this podcast and some with the curriculum and and others just um, people who know what we do and what we talk about. So this is kind of a frequent question, but we have somebody ask us to talk a little bit about hope, which is our word this month, and um, in school they're learning, your kids are learning that hope is believing that something good can come out of something bad. And I think that's true. I think that's a valid way of applying hope in our lives. Not the only one, for sure. Um, But the question we got was from a parent, not from a kid. And the parent was wondering about how to apply or how to find this word hope when their kid is facing some really dark times. Yeah. Their kids are really struggling, as I think um, many are coming out of the pandemic. Kids are kids are really struggling. So the parent was saying, yeah, great, hope. I get it. I get the definition. I get why you're talking about it. But I just don't know how to help my kid find hope when they just seem to be so sad all the time. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm so glad that, um, you know, this parent kind of reached out. And uh, we always love questions. So if folks have more questions, we always love to hear them. But You know, the the interesting thing, particularly about depression or anxiety in teenagers and and frankly, even in adults, one of the kind of core features of depression is actually hopelessness. So Mm. if you're a parent and you're parenting a teen who may be experiencing either clinically diagnosed depression or you just kind of know what depression kind of looks like and it's your kid and you're like, hope is really a struggle. Yeah, that's because kind of at the core of this um, of this struggle is hopelessness, and so I think it can feel very, frankly, hopefully hopeless for us as parents when we think about how do I infuse, yeah, good things can happen when there's a lot of not so great things through the lens of my teenager, and so I think as we first start thinking about this, realize that your kid not really feeling a whole lot of hope is actually part of the clinical picture. Mm -hmm. And especially if your kids in therapy or you're meeting with a doctor for medication or anything like that, um, recognize that that is a symptom that you want to talk with your provider about, right? Just say they're, they're just seeming very hopeless. They say things like nothing matters anymore and I don't care about anything. And, what good is any of this anyway? Those are all sort of kind of hopeless kinds of mindsets and statements. And those are important for us to pay attention to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So so I think from this parent's point of view, I'm just going to sort of extrapolate here because they didn't get this deep in the question that we received. But so if a kid comes home or if you're, if you're noticing over time that you're hearing things, phrases like you're describing some hopelessness, um, what, what do I do? What should I do if my kid is saying those things more than once, you know, over and over, or, you know, I see some signs that are maybe something more than I can handle as a parent. What do I do?
1: Yeah. So it's really tricky right now because the, um, the availability of good resources right now, it, it's tough. It's tough to get in to see a therapist. I would definitely recommend going to see your pediatrician talking to a physician, um, what we're most concerned about here is um, if they're suicidal, right? So um, when we have deep, deep hopelessness, it can lead to thoughts of suicide for our teens. And so the first thing may be to reach out to your pediatrician try to get on the wait list or get in to see a great counselor in your area. Um, Lots of folks are doing virtual therapy, but it is also about About asking your child, like, have you ever had thoughts of wanting to hurt yourself? Have you ever hurt yourself intentionally? It's okay. I'm here to be with you. I just want to know how I can help you, Um, because it. We have this myth that bringing up suicide is going to make them actually um, think more about suicide, but what we know is that if they are having suicidal thoughts, they've already thought about it. This isn't like us. planting an idea. What it's yeah. telling your teen is that you are an askable parent. You are a person who is not afraid to have hard conversations and so even though it may feel scary, um having this conversation about depression and sadness and feeling down and feeling like there's not a lot of hope, sometimes we have to meet them in the depth of that before we can get them to the other side of feeling hope.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. So, so your recommendation then is to find a resource through your pediatrician or through another you know, medical professional. And then if there aren't physical resources, a counselor or a therapist nearby, a school counselor maybe would have access to some programs that the school has partnerships with that you're not aware of as a parent, maybe that could be helpful or some online resources. Um, but hopefully somebody in that realm (laughs) that we've mentioned would be able to point you in the right direction to find somebody that could deal with, you know, a despair or a lack of hope that maybe as a parent, it's beyond your reach a little bit.
1: And I think also pay attention to what they are doing, right? Mm -hmm. So isolating in their room, listening to, um, you know, certain types of negative mood music you know, what are they following on social media? What are they taking in? And is that adding to their level of hope or is it adding to their level of hopelessness? Right. So if they are following a lot of people on social media who have lots of friends and they're seeing all their friends at the beach, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. that's not going to make them more hopeful. So I think really stepping in as a parent and maybe monitoring a little more and even, you know, uh, holding some, holding some boundaries that may be hard, right. To say, Hey, I'm going to take your phone, um, between, you know, five and 8 PM because we're going to do stuff as a family. And I mean, some of these boundaries, teens may fight you about it, but they'll thank you for it. I mean, over and over, I've, have had teens in my office that they're like, mom doesn't care. She doesn't ever make me do this or that, or this. And the mom's like, well, I thought you were going to blow up or I thought you were going to be upset about me about me doing that. And it's like, teens may meet it with resistance, but they see it as love. Yeah. They're not yeah. going to tell you that. they are like, that's a great
0: idea, mom. Thanks so that's much. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Okay. So I think we could talk about this forever. And honestly, at some point, we may just want to dedicate a special episode just to talk to you yeah. more about this because I'm, I, I'm, I'm just so sure that there are a lot of people facing this right now. Yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit before we end though, um, and talk just you know, outside of the depression, anxiety, clinical, you know, really dark times that kids face. I think there's something else that's kind of universal with teenagers right now. And that is this sort of fear or, um, I don't know, inability to to think hopeful, big dream kind of thoughts, you know, like the fun part of hope, which is, I could try to be this amazing thing, or I could do this thing with my life, or I could live in a different city someday, or any of those things that are large or small seem like a big step to our kids. How do we encourage hope like that?
1: Yeah. So realize first that hope is a vulnerable thing, right? Like for me to admit that I think something good can come out of something bad, like you have to realize how, for some people, you're like, well, that's crazy. Yeah. Good things don't come from bad things. You know what I mean? So it's like, realize that it's vulnerable to step into hope and say, I still hope that this can happen even when it feels like it might be crazy. Like that's a wild yeah. idea, you know? So yeah. I think if your kid is stepping into hope, they're taking a vulnerable risk. And Mm. so we've got to meet them not with facial expressions that are like (sighs) our facial expressions matter to where we have to pay attention to if we make crazy eyeballs or we make statements like, well, you know, that could never happen. Right. So we have to be ready to meet their hope with reinforcement. Right yeah, I love that idea. I love that you're thinking about hope. I love that you're looking on the bright side. I love that you're dreaming big. And I love that you're, you're pushing for something good to come out of something bad. And that, I mean, it's really an important part of this with our teens, especially because they're kind of tiptoeing into hope. And it's just easy for us to be like, well, that's crazy. Yeah. Right. You got to kind of hold it, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's cool. I think it's cool
0: also um, to just live in the hope for a second and not plan, but just, Mm. yeah, what could that be like? Yeah, how neat would that be? And just let the dream be the dream and then come back to the dream later and say, you know, you said, you mentioned this thing. I'd love to help you make that happen. What steps might we need to take for that to happen for you? Um, But not immediately go into the planning and the goal setting. (laughs) Just let it be a dream for a minute and let that vision just sort of sit. Um, and then come back to what are some action steps? What are some things we might do if you really wanted that to happen?
1: Yeah. Like worry less about keeping your teen grounded in that moment. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, we're like, well, I don't want my teen to get, you know, too cocky or anything. And it's like, mm, well, let's just let that be for a second. Yeah. I do a lot of, I do a lot of trainings and kind of like group sessions and that sort of thing. And I had a colleague of mine once say that she kind of sets ground, rule, ground rules at the beginning about um, kind of accepting everyone's opinion and that sort of thing. And she said, think all ideas are great ideas for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true for our teens too. You know, when they come up with an idea, I, I know for me, you know, I have a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old and I have an eight and a six-year-old too, but when they, when they come up with ideas... And I am quick to be like, I can think of a hundred million reasons why that would never work, you know? And then it's like, hmm, what if I thought their idea was a good idea for just two minutes Yeah, and play it out? Like, I love that idea of going to Honolulu for our family vacation next year. Yeah. I love that. I think we'd love having time together and Beautiful. like really play it out, you know, because it is a, that is, that's like not a bad idea. Hey, what if we went out to eat every night this week? Yeah. That's a, I love that idea. Let me yeah. sit in that idea for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about how it may not be exactly <laughs> reasonable. But, yeah. you know, there's something about that. I, lo- I love that idea of kind of living in hope. Yeah, no, that's that's super
0: great. All right. Well, we have to wrap it up for today. Honestly, we could talk about hope forever, the, the, the good and the bad. And it's just such a such a deep topic and, and so important for parents and kids. And um, man, I, I hope for parents and kids that they can just have a really good conversations this month that really is that would just be such a benefit this month for people if this word led them to have some conversations so if you want to know more or if you want to reach out and ask us a question you can do that our website is coreessentials.org and there's contact information on that website it comes straight to us we'll get it right away mm-hmm. and you can also follow us on social media at ce values and beth how can people find more about you
1: yeah, my website is MakeWordsMatterforgood.com. I'm on social media as well. And I have two other podcasts. Um, you can find them on my website.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in today and joining us. I hope this has been really helpful for other people. It's been helpful for me as a parent and as a mom, as a person, not gonna lie.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: All right, we'll see you ready next month.
1: All right, see ya.